Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode eight of the What's in the Words podcast. I am AJ. And I'm Steve Canal. And we're back with another fantastical <laughs> review. Uh, <laughs> this, this book that we're going to talk about this week, it is a very quick read or listen um, or however you consume it. Uh, but it's, it's one of those really punchy, impactful books that you can uh, read. And if you apply it, you know, you can see changing your life. So, Steve, do you want to introduce the book that we are reviewing today? Absolutely. To your point, AJ, it was really quick and digestible. You know, I had a flight, took a flight and banged it out and it was, you know, got up and landed and it was done. One flight, (laughs) (laughs) one one transcontinental. (laughs) So it was pretty cool. So the book we're uh, covering today is Six Months to Six Figures, the fastest way to go from where you are to where you want to be, regardless of the economy by Peter Vug. And that, that title, and especially the subtitle, literally sums up the book. Uh, <laughs> right. This is definitely one of those, if you, read, if you read and you apply, then you can see pretty quick change uh, in your life. Again, if, you, if you're a person of action. So what is your high level overview of the book, Steve, the overarching message, if you could summarize it? Yeah, for, for me, the big idea that I got from the book is really the moment you take responsibility for everything in your life is the moment you can change anything in your life, right? So it really takes you, you know, taking a deep look in the mirror and being honest with yourself and understanding that I need to take responsibility to my life, how I react to things. And, you know, if I apply and I adjust habits, I can see change, but it's really ultimately up to me. When I, when I wrote my book, The Mind of a Winner, from then going and speaking, I always tell people, I can give you a hundred power moves. I can give you a thousand power moves, but unless you actually apply, you know, nothing will work unless you do, right? And I think that's what he tried to get across as well. Is like, regardless of the economy, it could be good, it could be bad, you know, you need to apply um, in order to see change. And I think that summary is exactly a a duplicate of what I was going to say. And it's more about, you know, taking responsibility. And then once you look at yourself and you have that conversation with yourself, what are the actions that you're going to take that you aren't currently taking uh, that can move you uh, in the direction that you're that you want your life to to look like? So now we're going to talk about the the takeaways. So what was one what was one of your takeaways, Steve? One of my takeaways, which, um, you know, I was speaking in front of a group of uh, educators. It was, it was about 180 new teachers that were about to start their career, you know, brand new in the, in the industry and about to, you know, experience their first time being in education. And one of the things that I said to them, and, you know, Peter definitely brought this to life, was progress is the ultimate motivation, Right whether it's you as a teacher or the students who are consuming the, the information and, and needing to, you know, um, apply to get results, you know, the more that they see progress, <laughs> the more they'll be motivated to want to do more. And it's the same as a teacher. Sometimes, you know, teachers work a lot. They work hard, man. They work super hard. They work super hard. I'm shout out to one. Yeah, <laughs> shout out. 13 years. <laughs> shout out to all the teachers out there, man. You know, um, 
you know, it, it's, it's hard. And I know as, you know, from the outside looking in, I know, you know, when you see progress and you see the, the students doing better and the students' grades growing and you as a teacher, you know, seeing progress and growth from, you know, day one to the end of the semester or the end of the year, you know, that progress is the ultimate motivator. So continue to put, apply and, and see, see change and put yourself in a position to, to want to do more. Absolutely. And this is very closely related to that one. But, but the one that one of the big takeaways for me was you increase your, your confidence through achievement. Mm -hmm. Right. So in other words, like you said, with, with progress and when you accomplish something and you mark, it's like a to-do list. If you have a to-do list with five things on it, when you finish three of those things, your motivation to finish all five goes up. Right. I think that's, that's one of the things that they talk about is if you do things to build momentum. And here's an example that comes to mind. There's a concept called a debt snowball. So if you have a lot of credit cards and you have a lot of things that you're paying on financially, what you want to do is you want to work on the small ones first. So if you have a, a credit card and it has a hundred dollar balance and you have other ones that are up more, you start with that first one and you pay that off. Now you're like, okay, boom, I can do this. Then you take the first the hundred from that you used to pay on that one and you pay it on the one that's 300. Right. And now you, you know what I mean? And the more you, the more momentum you build, um, the faster you move towards your goal and the more confident you are that you can actually accomplish the goal that you want. So if you are looking to accomplish something, how can you break it down into extremely, extremely small bite-sized chunks and do the small things because that will build momentum towards the big things. And even um, in my coaching group, we meet bi-weekly and what I have them do is write down their three month goals, right? then we break them down, what's gonna happen in this month? What's gonna happen in this month? And what happens is from one two week call to the next, you don't feel like you've accomplished that month that much. But at the end of the three months and, and you look back and you see all the things that you wrote down, you're like, damn, I actually did a lot, even though it didn't feel like it while you were doing it, right? right. So it's that snowball effect that you wanna build because that increases your confidence. It's amazing. Uh how many people don't write down goals or mm -hmm. don't have a to-do list and are just winging it every day. Every day. You know, like I need to do this, this, and this, and that. And by the yeah. time the, end, the day ends, it's like, damn, I did everything but what I needed to do. Exactly. <laughs> it's, 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 it amazes me. And um, it, I'm the butt end of some jokes sometimes. People are like, it's hard to get on your calendar. You like President Obama. It's like, no, I have a calendar so that I can know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I'm like, that's the point. That's the point. It's so, so I can know, okay, these are the things that I have. If anything comes up, I have to fit it in between these things that must happen because these are the things that are going to help me accomplish my goal. Right. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, so one of my, my takeaways, I'll go with my second takeaway now. It was your circle and how your circle can negatively or positively impact you. And that's written about so much um, that people tend to, you know, it's become almost a cliche, but it's so important because, you know, even meeting with a, a friend of mine today and some of the moves that she's making, now she's like, wow, I realized that these relationships are yielding these results in my life. So because she's been careful to, you know, pack her network and her circle with people who are influential, 
now she can actually just pick up the phone and call these people and things can happen and moves can be made. So if you're in a place where you're around people who are meandering through life, you will look around and you will be meandering through life. And you'll, you know, a year will pass by and you're like, man, I'm in the same place that I was yesterday. Or I just look, I have a friend who, you know, he's like, man, I'm, I'm still making X, Y, Z. And I'm like, brother, you could have did the same thing I did. You know what I'm saying? You could have take, taken these courses. You could have did webinars. You could have whatever. Another year is gone. And you're literally, when the raise came around, it was like less than a 4% raise. It was almost taxes. You know what I'm saying? Right. At the end of the day, like it gets less than a hundred dollar increase per check. And I'm like, you don't know, like, you got to take control if you want control. So if you surround yourself with people who are meandering, you will meander. So surround yourself with people who are looking to um, climb. That was a grand slam with that. You know, I'm, I'm very uh, in tune when it comes to the people that I surround myself with. Um, and I always try to tell people, you know, you have to, you know, make sure your board of advisors, your mentors, the people that are, you know, in your network are the ones, you know, that you focus on because, and it's not to say, you know, you need to cut everybody off and cut everybody out, but there's a time and place for everything, mm -hmm. you know, and you have to know when, when you make time for those moments for folks that might not be motivating, they, you know, they can be there in your life for another reason and that's okay, but it's understanding your network and who you are and what, how people view you. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Self-awareness is hard. <laughs> Self-awareness is hard because you could be that one that they're like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll connect with them when I get a chance, you know, yes. necessary, you know, so right. you have to be real with yourself and understand that as well. But definitely, you know, what you said, uh, AJ, you know, that circle is important. Absolutely. Um, so my next takeaway, which I really appreciated was, when he talked about you need to make growth a part of your daily agenda. Yes. You know, do things that increase the value that you bring to your business and work, you know, and just life. Focusing on the things that are going to add value to your life and how and, and what you present to the world. Make sure that there are elements of your day that are, that go towards development. So it's important to make sure you're doing things daily to put you in a position to add value to your industry. You know, if you're an entrepreneur, you want to do things that increase your, your value as an entrepreneur. If you're in corporate America, you want to do things that increase your value within that corporate space and so forth. So I thought that was a really cool, um, you know, part of the book that I felt was a key takeaway. Love it. Love it. And so your, your um, key takeaway will move us into our quote section. And your takeaway is the quote that I, that I teased out. Nice. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to pull this out and, and actually read it because I actually wrote about it on um, IG because it was, I had a conversation with people about it. I'm going to paraphrase it because I don't feel like looking it up, but the quote was people say, I have 20 years in this industry I should be making X, Y, Z. However, the truth is you have one year experience that you've been doing over and over for 20 years. For 20 years. years. <laughs> right? <laughs> that, that, and, you know, that is so true. And I had a conversation about that. And I have, you know, people and, and former employees and, and friends and, you know, even when I was in the corporate space where the last book that they read was when they grabbed, was while they were in college. Man. The last personal growth journey that they were on was 
So, and here, think about it like this. Everything grows and changes. So if you haven't read a book since you were in college, that means you're operating on the same level of education, at least in some capacity that from back then, it's, you don't have any new data other than your experiences, right? So I'm holding an iPhone, X, what is it, XR, XS, whatever it is. Imagine if you picked up an iPhone <laughs> 1 that has never been upgraded <laughs> use it today. Like you would literally like um, throw it over the balcony. Like you literally would throw it over the balcony. You, there's nothing you could do with it. You yeah. can't even, as a matter of fact, if they open up a brand new iPhone one, it could not even connect to the network right now. Right. Right. Cause we're on a, so, so we have to be willing to invest in ourselves and our own growth because you want to learn because you want to go forward. And even in, in some, some careers require continuing education and continuing education credits and things like that. But beyond that, it doesn't have to be um, vocational. It could be something that you want to learn. Like you, maybe you want to learn to garden. Like maybe, you know what I mean? Like there could be something that you want to learn to do, but you have to educate yourself in that so that you can add value because people pay you for value. They, if you can be replaced, you will definitely be automated over time. So you want to be something that, or a person that people look at and they say, you know what, that guy, Steve, he, he adds value to whatever he's a part of. We need to give him a call. Right. And it's funny because when you said, when you, when you were saying the quote, I was looking at my phone, like, man, like we, we consistently have to update our phone because there's bug mm -hmm. fixes, there's things. And that's the same thing with life. There's new data, there's new information, there's new ways to do things. Right. If you don't apply that, you're going to, you know, get in a room. I remember when I was in corporate and, you know, teaching folks about Twitter and Instagram and social media, mm -hmm. you know, some people are like, ah, what do I need it for? Oh, like, yeah. dude, like oh. you're going, you, like, this is the it's new gonna age. Happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this is, you know, this is where the world is right now. And if, you know, and I always tell people you can be on social media or not, you know, you have the choice to make that decision, but you, you basically don't exist if you're not on it. You know, like when people, you know, when they're doing research for a business inquiry, the first thing they're going to do is go on the social channels or if somebody mentions somebody, they're going to go on the social channels. And if you're not on social media, they're going to ask, what are you hiding? You why, know, why, yeah. why aren't you on social media? You yeah. know, so you have to adjust with the times. Um, and again, it's okay. You know, our brains have the capacity to absorb all of this information. <laughs> Everything that we've been learning since day one of birth, we can absorb. Think about all the things that you've witnessed, all the conversations that you've had, all the new people you've met, all the new food you've tasted, all the new drinks you've drank, all the new colors you've seen, things you've smelled. Your brain has the capacity to absorb it all. So why cheat yourself by not putting yourself in a position to continue to grow? and add value in a space and the space called life <laughs> and the space called life and and i think the the beautiful thing about that is you can actually learn through different means so you can be intentional about shadowing other people or right. it doesn't necessarily have to be a book so i don't want to i don't want to you know misconstrue the point it is about increasing your value so so if it's something you need to learn in a book then it's a book if it's something you need to learn by trailing someone, maybe that's it. If you can join a coaching group, maybe that's it. But there has to be some level of increased knowledge 
um, so that you can change the value proposition that you have to offer people. Man, said that's so great. Period. Um, <clears throat> so <laughs> I, I love how we're, you know, each thing that, you know, take away to quotes and they all align and they're all yeah. flowing. So mm-hmm. my quote is going to align to what you just said, mm-hmm. but take it to, you know, take it to uh, another, you know, another realm, right? Yep, yep, yep. So we're here telling you to get the information, right? It's okay to absorb that information, right? But the quote that I pulled out is, success re- rewards implementation, yes. not knowledge. Yeah, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so you can have all the knowledge in the world, all right? But if you don't apply, you know, and actually do with that, not, it, you, you're not providing the, the, the resource um, and, 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 you know, value to the world. Mm-hmm. Said another way in the Bible, for everyone who understands the Bible, faith without works is dead. Yeah. <laughs> faith without works is dead. So you can Yo know <laughs> everything. You can know, you can be able to pontificate, articulate all those things. But if you don't do anything, nothing's going to change. Bottom line. <laughs> right. And that's the thing. A lot of people have information and they just hold it. They sit on it and they don't. And a lot of people just don't know what to do with it. You know, sure. and that's when, you know, going back to, you know, your, you know, your original takeaway relationships. Yes. Right. That's when you, you tap into relationships to be able to bounce ideas and talk to people who might put you in a position to be able to apply and turn that idea into a business. Mm-hmm. Right. You know how many ideas how many concepts how many things aj and i just bounce back and forth off oh my god (laughs) we just go back and forth we read you know all these books but there are things that we still don't know and it's okay to ask it's okay to to you know if if you're learning something new to ask a question and and learn take in that information right and and i think one of the takeaways i don't think i've ever talked about this but when jay uh steven i met working with uh jay carter who's a mutual friend on a webinar and I was intrigued with your skill set. And I, I was like, yo, like you have a skill set that I was like, man, that's something I'm gonna be moving into. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I wanted to like I learned a lot on the webinar, which is again, is is called understanding like where you're going, right? So I started partnering with smart people. And yeah. guess what happened? Those smart people had smart people around them. So I would facilitate smart people. <laughs> and right. through that, it created relationships. And then I could learn from you. And when we came and started working together, I was like, look, I want to learn some things from you, blah, blah, blah. Here, here's the skill set that I have that I can offer. You know what I'm saying? So now we can work together. I didn't say, yo, can I, come, can I pick your brain? You know what I'm right. saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> Which is I, the number one used phrase. I've I got so many DMs with people that just want to pick my brain. And I'm like, schedule a conference, schedule a call. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. But, but again, it is, it is, you know, again, your circle, number one, will help you understand how to implement, but you have to be willing to do the work, right? right? So it's one thing if, if you talk to someone, and, and Steve, you can definitely attest to this, when you talk to someone and they're like, hey, can you t- show me how you did X, Y, Z? And you talk to them six months later and they're like, hey, can you show me how to do X, Y, Z? And you're like, yo, so what did you end up doing with that? And if they're like, well, you know, whatever, it could be a legitimate reason and there's always legitimate reasons, but if they're just like kind of feels like you're, they're wasting your time, then eventually you don't want to have those conversations anymore. A habitual 
Time waster. Time waster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And those are the kinds of people that don't get the calls picked up from them. Right. right? <laughs> so you have to do the work. And then here's what social media allows you to do once you do the work. It allows you to show that you're actually doing the work. <laughs> right. Like, yo, this is me on the stage speaking because three months ago I took a speaking class. <laughs> right. This is my book because three months ago I took a book workshop. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So do, do the investing, do the work, get the result. That's how it goes. <laughs> Implementation is queen. <laughs> I got nothing else to add on that. <laughs> All right. So now what about the, the, this is the hard part for us. So what are the cons? And I, I have one, but I'd be interested to know what um, one of your cons was about the book. Yeah. So my con might be a little bit different. It was more okay. about the quality of the product. Okay. You know, um, it seemed as if, and I don't know, if again, it's because I was on a plane mm -hmm. or it could have been the headphones or mm -hmm. my phone was tripping. I don't know, but it seemed at points it would pop, right? Like when he yeah. said certain words, it just sounded like he didn't use the best, you know, um, I guess equipment or technology to record. Or post-production. Yeah, or post-production, right? Yeah. They could have increased the volume on something or they could have added an element that just made it pop. So certain things that he would say, it popped and it was consistent throughout. Mm -hmm. And that was the only real thing that I had. Otherwise, you know, you know, the product is a product, you know, yeah. um, and I appreciate him taking the time to put this together and develop, deliver quality content because it is, this is great content that he shared. You hear the passion and the testimony. So I appreciated that element. What did you have as a con? The only con that I would have is that, and I think this is a more of a con based on who you and I are in this process is that after you have read so many books, eventually things start to cycle. <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and, and again, I think this is not a knock on the book. This could be more a result of, I'm a, a what do you, like a, I read a lot. Yeah, like we, I literally, we consume, we consume a lot of information. We consume right. a lot of information. So, so because I've consumed so much information, I had heard a lot of it before. Um, but one thing that I can appreciate is that he did own the content with, you know, and make it his with case studies. And then he did reference a lot of the people that he actually got some. Oh, yeah, he absolutely right. referenced a lot of people. Right. So because in a lot of it was he said his mentor or very close friend was Hal Elrod. And I've already read two of Hal Elrod's books before I read this one. You know what I mean? So you could I could definitely see overlap and you could definitely see how they could be, um, you know, mutual friends. So. I think that would be my only knock. But again, I think that's more a, a byproduct of, of the amount of information that we consume. Yeah. And, you know, I can definitely vibe with that, you know, because as you read, but again, you know, there's a common thread to those who achieve success in the, in the world. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, there's definitely a common thread throughout. And a lot of these elements you'll hear throughout could be very similar. So we, we, what we try to do is pull out the other elements. So we're not repetitive from that common thread throughout, you know, the, the, you know, let's say if there were 10 things, about six would be very common amongst everybody that we, every book that we've read. Absolutely. You know, so it's our job to try to pull out the two or three that's not, that's more mm -hmm. personal 
mm-hmm. you know, to their story, their journey, you know, their failures, um, to, to be able to pull that out, to give you that element of the book. Yeah. And I, and I definitely think that, um, for you get a huge return on your investment for this book, because again, it's one of those quick to the point, very, you know, tells you exactly what to do, how to do it. Like, go do this. Here's what I did wrong. Here's what I could have did better. Here's what you should do. Here are some other books that you should read. It's very instructional in its delivery. Um, so, so I think that you should definitely add it to uh, your reading list. All right. So now this is our denouement. This is where we give you guys our review system. Uh, we have a Black Fist review. Um, where other people do four, three, four, five stars. We do Black Fists. Um, I will go first. For this book, I give it a really, really good solid four fists. Um, and I'm aligned. You know, I, I wrote it down. I put four fists as well. It was so. to the point. It was, you know, a, a shorter body of work. Uh, but he provided a lot of information and he provided a lot of references. You know, the beauty of that is it's going to lead you down the rabbit hole to say, who is Hal Elrod? You know, who is this person? And you're going to keep, you know, digging a little bit deeper to get into that world, you know, um, of information and knowledge. So that's the beauty of it as well. So, uh, yeah, I'm aligned with Four Fist. Absolutely. So now we're getting ready to wrap this thing up. But before we go, we want you to definitely, number one, go get this book. Number one, go over to Audible. Get a copy. If you're going to go to Amazon, you can go to Amazon. Go to half.com. You can get it a lot cheaper. I think half is actually purchased by eBay. Um, but you can definitely get a copy of this book. I recommend it 100%. And Steve and I both have books and other things that we do. So, Steve, you want to tell them about your books? Absolutely. Uh, my book is The Mind of a Winner, um, which is a best selling book. Uh, you can find it on Amazon. You can find it in you know all, all book portals. Uh, but you can also get it on my website, themindofawinnerbook.com. You can get the audio version. You can get the soft cover. You can get the ebook. Uh, it's all available um, for your uh, pleasure. And if you want to get a copy of my book, so I actually am doing a workshop and a tour. It is, um, you can go to booksacrossamerica.com. If you're interested in writing a book, I can come to a city near you, do a workshop. And if you just want a blueprint on how to write and publish your own book, you go to ajsfreebook.com and you can get a free copy of my book, Stop Bullshitting and Write Your Book, shipped to your door. You just pay for shipping and it will be there. Um, and also do this. Follow me on Instagram. I am at AJ Joyner. You can follow Steve. Steve, how can they follow you on, on social? You can find me on all social platforms at Steve Canal, S-T-E-V-E-C-A-N-A-L. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. Do us a quick, quick favor. If you're listening to this on iTunes, leave us a five-star review because that's going to help us be more discoverable. Right now, we're doing this podcast about twice a month. We may increase it, but we definitely would love to hear your feedback. If you're watching this or listening to this on Instagram, drop us a quick comment below. Uh, do a screenshot, take a screenshot, tag us, share it on your story. Um, we want to keep sharing the knowledge that we're learning from these different books so that you don't have to take the time and read them. But if you want to, we want to encourage you to go do it. <laughs> Any last words, Steve? No, I think, um, you know, this is episode number eight. We got seven prior. So make sure if you haven't listened in 
to the prior seven. We have some amazing authors and books that we've previously covered that we think you would love, like Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins, Before by Scott Galloway, Rise and Grind by Damon John, The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins, you know, um, and on and on. So make sure you tune in, tap into those books and this podcast and leave a review. That's what's up. Um, And we will talk to you guys next time. Peace.